helping families be happy. Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I'm thrilled to introduce today's lovely guests, Ashley Morales, who will be talking with us about her two books, Little Fingers Ballet and Proud to be Latino, Food Comida. And Ashley, thank you for being with us today. Tell me about your books. Yeah, so I have two books out currently, um, and actually a third one that's coming out in July. Um, But the two books that are out at the moment are Proud to be Latino Food Comida, which is a bilingual board book that explores the Latino culture through different foods that are consumed throughout the Latin American region um, and here in the U.S. by people who have brought their foods with them um, as they immigrate. Um, And then I also have Little Fingers Ballet, which is an interactive board book that teaches children about the different classic ballets as well as ballet steps. Um, And it's a really fun finger puppet book that I've had tons of positive reviews and comments on um, just the innovativeness of us creating these mini ballerina tights for kids to play with. I am excited to dive into both of these. And the one that I'll start with is Proud to be Latino, Food Comida. And you were telling me, I guess, that this is going to be a series. So this is the first in your series. Did I get that right? Yeah. So when we created this book, we intended for it to be a series um, just celebrating Latino culture um, and hopefully different cultures as we continue the series. And so this one focuses on the foods, um, as I said, that are eaten throughout the Latin American region. Um, One thing that we noticed with other books that were about Latinos and Latinx culture is that they focused primarily on Mexico um, and kind of erased other cultures that are out there. Um, So instead of focusing on just tacos and burritos and things that you would normally see in a Latino foods book, um, we went beyond that and really explored what types of foods are eaten throughout Latin America that cross over within the cultures. Um, So things like beans and rice, it's a common Mexican side dish, but it's also eaten throughout Latin America in different forms. So you'll see things like black beans and white rice or garbanzo beans eaten, peas replacing beans and just different ways of doing it. But all a lot of the Latino countries and places that Latinx people come from still use those same ingredients just in a lot of different ways. 
And I love, I have the good fortune of having this beautiful book in my hands right now. And it is so colorful. And I wish listeners could see it. The vibrant colors, but also the way, for example, I'm looking at the page on salsa. On the left side, I'm seeing these beautiful different types of salsa, um, the beautiful artwork. And then it says salsa means sauce in Spanish. Some salsa is spicy and some is sweet, but all are delicious. And every Latino believes that their grandma makes the best one. And then, <laughs> you give a little factoid and I notice each page has a factoid and this one says salsa which is typically a combination of chilies tomatoes and other spices can be traced back to the Maya Aztecs and Incas so you're giving some history some facts and then on the right page it's translated into Spanish so that it it seems like a parent who's reading the book can also be learning Spanish while they're teaching their child some Spanish and vice versa it was really important that we taught the language and had those extra facts um, for anybody that wanted to go, you know, beyond the information that's being given about the food. Um, we tried to throw in some fun facts um, on our seafood spread. We have a book about seafood soup actually topped the Latin American charts for a while. Mm. Um, and that was something that was really important in Honduras um, and actually made it into pop culture. So that's a little fun fact that parents can uh, do what they wish with, look up the song if they're interested, um, and kind of go beyond just the food and a little bit deeper into the culture. So I love that this book is something that I could see reading it to an infant, to a toddler, and even revisiting with with you know young teens who would find it a nice introduction to Spanish or to English. Yeah and that's kind of the reason we made it a larger format board book because it is really a bridge between the primers that you see out there that teach just an English and Spanish word um, and then those kind of larger picture book or ch smaller chapter books that you see that really dive into like, bilingualism and the culture. So this is that kind of in-between when you're transitioning from just a single word in English and Spanish to learning more about your culture and history. I think it's beautiful and I love how it's a board book that's very substantial and unintimidating. The way it's presented, it's a very unintimidating book, yet yet very colorful and um, has a really heartwarming quality to it. Let's move on to Little Fingers Ballet. But before I get into that book, why ballet? Um, so we were really looking for... Um, I say we, I mean Familius, was looking for something we can do that involved finger puppets and this kind of interactive format. And one thing that we saw pop up a lot just as a request from parents, from our salespeople, is that they need more dance books and they want more dance books that are diverse. Um, so looking just dance in general, we could have done a lot of things, but movements within ballet are very similar to the diverse books movements we're seeing within publishing, um, where ballerinas are calling for more representation. And one of the ways that we decided to do that was by making sure that each spread showed people of different ethnicities and races participating in classic ballet. And so we wanted to create a diverse ballet book that was fun and interactive, but also had 
some teaching elements to it. So you'll see the classic scenes and you'll see the actual names of the steps used throughout each spread so that ballerinas that are learning to dance now, they can learn the actual names and they can also see themselves represented in the book. And it is a gorgeous board book. Not only do I love the little stockings, so listeners, if you can envision a pair of pink stockings for your fingers and a pair of white stockings with blue, possibly toe shoes um, at the end, just beautiful. And the artwork is magical. The Swan Lake one at the end just portrays ballet and in a beautiful, diverse way as it should be. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, the dance community is having a lot of conversations now in the same way the book industry is, where They're asking for more inclusion, for more representation, and we're seeing more and more dance companies cast their lead dancers as people of color. Um, And that's been something that's a long time in the works. So allowing children of different ethnicities to see themselves in dance books, it seems like something that's very simple or it doesn't make a huge impact, but it does when previously it it would have been all, you know, Caucasian blonde dancers. And so making sure that everyone is represented was an important part of this book also. And absolutely. And I have to say, quite honestly, um, I have never seen a book with the key performers having, you know, being people of color. And here in quite a few of the images, both the male and the female performers are people of color. And it's done in such a beautiful, beautiful way that it just feels natural as it should be. So I adore this book. And I love how the the fingers can come through the pages. And I can see young boys and young girls really liking this book, because then you also normalize um, the importance of the male dancers. That was another thing that we wanted to include. And we did pink and blue tights just because it made sense to include the two colors, um, but they're interchangeable. So there's no outfit that matches the blue tights better than the pink ones. Um, You know, children can play with them in the way that they feel matches to them. And I think that's also important that they're not stuck on the girl and boy side. They can just play with them however feels best to them. Right, not masculine, feminine, just whatever whatever fits. And in fact, I also like that in here uh, you have Capilia Plies and Revelés and Dr. Capilius with his um, gray hair. He will have little feet coming out from under him too. It's just beautifully done. And again, I really like how you're weaving in inclusion, diversity, um, different ethnicities in a way that makes it very natural so that children don't, so that children of all ethnicities, of all colors, feel that this is a book for them. And their parents will feel like it's a book that they're displaying the world as it is, not, not just skewed in one direction. Yeah, definitely. And that, I hope that does come across because that was the intent. And we were really um, aware of that when we were going through all of the art development and just creating the books. Um, And this is another book that we hope to turn into a series of different types of dance. Um, So we have in the works 
a Western dance book um, that'll have little cowboy boots instead of ballet slippers. Um, It takes a while to develop those little shoes, but that's what we're working on next for this series. I think that would be adorable. And I can see parents being as enchanted, if not more enchanted than the children. (laughs) Definitely. I know line dancing is really popular where I'm from here in the Central Valley. And and just Western dancing is a part of our school curriculum (laughs) for most of our PE classes. So it's something that I think a lot of people will be excited about. And we hope to do the same thing with this is just show people from all over the world doing this dance because it, as I was researching the different names of steps, you know, Western dancing, it's very American, but it's practiced throughout the world. If you go onto YouTube, you can see people learning to line dance from just anywhere you can think of. So it's really fun to kind of learn about dance in this way and figure out where people are doing these dances and try to include that in the illustration also. And I really love that because as you're talking, I'm thinking of how in some ways technology has made um, our society more sedentary. Yet here in a subliminal and not so subliminal way, you are reminding people to get up and to, and to move. And so I can see children getting intrigued by ballet dancing from Little Fingers Ballet and then getting intrigued by line dancing, going to YouTube, wanting to see more on YouTube about how to line dance, and then getting up off the couch to practice it. Yeah, definitely. And that's what we really hope that, you know, books will inspire people to do things. And so with Little Fingers, you start just playing with your fingers as toes, but hopefully eventually you also get up and dance. Absolutely, because I think it's through this lens when we first start reading books and reading them to our children, we pique curiosity and children won't know about ballet and they won't know about line dancing if somebody is not exposing them to it. And so what a wonderful way to begin to open children's eyes to the world of different forms of dance. Both books are so, I love that you used the word inspiring because that's what kept coming to my mind. They are both so inspiring. They're thought-provoking. One is a little more movement-provoking, but also thought-provoking because it reminds you that there are different ballets out there, that it's not just Swan Lake, right, and Cinderella, that there are so many ballets out there. And your book on the proud-to-be-Latino food comida, it reminds you, again, that some of these foods that we now take for granted, like I noticed, in fact, the page in there on chocolate and, you know, the, the seafood, that so many of the foods that we take for granted have such a rich history as as does you know the world of dance so I think you've definitely given parents and little ones much to hunger for in both of these books yeah definitely and then we do also for the food gomida book have some resources online available and so if you want to you know encourage children to learn the words in English and Spanish. We have a word search or a match the word. Um, And then we do also have additional resources if anybody wants to continue that education in their home. Um, We're trying to develop more of that as more people are learning at home instead of in a classroom. Um, But like we talked about, there's always 
the internet. If something doesn't spark your curiosity, I definitely recommend, you know, going on YouTube or searching it further and learning more. And so if I hear you right, um, a parent, a listener can go to www.familius.com and not only find this book, but then also find some resources that will help them take the what, whatever they explored in this book one step further. Yeah, so we do have them available. Um, and if you can't find them on our website, we always feel free to email us at info at and we can send out resources for any of the books if we have them. Um, and if we don't have them, we're always happy to connect people with more information. I am absolutely thrilled that both of these have um, companion books coming along very soon. So as we begin to draw our time together to an unfortunate close, what are a few key points you would like readers, parents, children to take away from both of your books? Um, I think the main point for both of them really is to always encourage explorations of other cultures and other things outside of what is normal for your home. Um, so like one of the big things with creating the Proud to Be series um, was trying to get people to understand different cultures because an understanding is what creates more um, you know, acceptance. So if there is something that sparks your interest, either in these books or just other cultures in general, like always go out and explore it and learn more. Um, because if you don't learn about other cultures, you're really missing out on a lot. There's so much rich history and rich culture out there that you can learn and experience and share with your children. And it's always better to do that than to you know, hide it away. And I absolutely love how you phrase that, that it's the curiosity that leads to the understanding and then the understanding leads to the acceptance. And, and sometimes that acceptance even then transforms into truly embracing, you know, arms wide open, heart wide open, that other culture. Yeah, definitely so beautifully said and I thank you so much for sharing your time with me and with our listeners Ashley it has been such a pleasure where can our guests find you um so I am on Instagram at Ashley writes books and that's where I post most of my updates about upcoming books or events um, and then I do participate in the Familius Facebook page. So there is a live video there for my future book that's coming out in July, Always for Ocean. Um, so if you are interested in that or want to learn more about any upcoming titles, our Familius Facebook page is very resourceful also. Excellent. So for on Instagram for listeners, it's Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, writes books. Yeah. And then people can find you on um, the Facebook page for Familius and also, as you said, through emailing you at Familius. So I thank you so much again, Ashley, for sharing your time with me and our listeners. And as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. 
would be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, would be honored if you'd choose a book from Familiar's Publishing, such as the lovely books we discussed today, Little Fingers Ballet and Proud to be Latino, Food Comida. And with that said, one step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It has been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine as only you can do. We talk together, learn together, play, work, eat together. We laugh together.